You are listening to a Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And we're just doing a quick uh, kind of a discussion uh, episode. We're going to talk a little bit about Sword Art Online, where we think it's going right now, um, and possibly some of the uh, fears that are going on around it. Um, and we have a couple other topics, including maybe talking a little bit about Neon Jesse Evangelion 3.33's release. Um, we also have a couple of discussions on the forum we want to hit up. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much going to be the episode today. Um, hope you all enjoy it. Uh, I'm going to jump right into our community questions. As we mentioned in our previous podcast, we did really enjoy a big boom that we had recently in the forums. Um, definitely wanted to formally welcome everybody that has recently joined. Uh, we appreciate everybody joining the community and getting in with the discussion. Um, wanted to point out Logan Leisner, L- LSR, Lozark, Lenzark. We have two Zarks now, so... <laughs> That's a little bit confusing. And they um, joined at the same time, which makes it even harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, Simi Bolt, uh, Onibaka, Anima, uh, Miss145, Kittens. Really enjoyed all of you people that have joined us. And uh, if I miss anybody, of course, I apologize. But again, really enjoy everybody that's joined in here. And uh, we appreciate you guys being a part of our community because things have been pretty crazy. It's hard to, hard to keep up sometimes. <laughs> um, but... With that said, I wanted to jump into a few of the reviews, or not the reviews, I'm sorry, a few of the questions that we've gotten recently. I know we've kind of put off a couple of them, and we apologize, but here is the answers to your most intriguing questions. Uh, Mad Gunner had posted the questions. I got uh, I got one time, or got a chance, if you had a chance to move to an anime world of your choosing, which would it be? I myself probably go to an alternate version of Japan. That is in the Nagi no Asakura, uh, Asakara, uh, living underworld in Shio Shio would be pretty dope. So, what is your answer, Chris? Because I'm I'm puzzled. I the, the Nagi no Asakura world would be a very interesting world to live in. I I think that it would. I the the visuals in that show was just phenomenal. So me, you want to live in a world where visuals are great? Yes, <laughs> I think that's a pretty good idea. Um, I, I, the the question that first that comes to my mind is, do I get to change any rules in the world? That that's kind of the first inclination. Well, there's a few things that I would pose. <laughs> One is most worlds that I know of in anime are very bad worlds to be in. Death, all that kind of stuff. And then there's a question, do I get to be the main character? Do I get my choice of abilities? Stuff like that. I, you, have to, you have to really, you know, vet out this question. You can't just pose the question yeah. and say, roll with it. <laughs> because my first inclination would be, I would definitely want to be in the Black world, Bullet world. Because I'm going to just take my lollies and go run off into the forest and, you know. Just do, do the ending that we wanted out of Black yeah, Bullet. Yeah, exactly. You know? But then I pose him the thing. You do realize those lollies are going to blow up eventually and turn into nasty monsters. And, and, and then, you're going to are you going to want to kill them? And then my first inclination was, yeah, but I get to choose my rules, right? <laughs> no, nobody said you. Choose, he did not say well, you can choose your rules. Yeah, that, see that that's the thing. You got to you got to specify these things when you ask these kind of questions because, that, like I said, that's my first inclination. I, I want I want 
a bunch of lollies and go into the world and, and just leave all the other people alone and be a half cyborg. Yeah, and be a half cyborg. I'm 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 on board, but you know I've got to be able to heal my lollies because I can't have them turning into monsters. Yeah, he's like, now you're gonna like suddenly produce a pill that heals them. Exactly. That doesn't. Make, that doesn't that's not fair. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just do that. So huh. so if it, I mean aside from that, I probably would you know choose one of my more you know simple shows that you know don't kill me. chobits would be a good one that doesn't involve death <laughs> it doesn't involve death i want to i i want my my i want like i said chobits would be pretty cool that'd be a, a safe bet you know i don't have to worry about it. i got these robots that want to do anything i want you know post uh death visors sword online would be cool because i'm a gamer and i would love the idea of being able to play vr games with osna and <laughs> and all those other girls <laughs> uh, but yeah I'm, I'm pretty much on the same boat i mean i i an easy answer would be any of the many shows that have some kind of superpower involved would be would be great but most of them involve death yeah when you and, have when you have superpowers, I had a usually huge, there's death involved of course when i was younger i had the huge desire of being in the dragon ball z world and being this you know a, a saiyan a super saiyan that would that would always be cool <laughs> Um, I don't know. Be, 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 living, being the main living, character, Colonnade would be great. Well, yeah, I mean, living living in the Wolf Children world would be kind of cool because then I got it. You're, you're just spending your entire time trying to see if you can find Wolf Children. <laughs> it's a regular world. You just got to find that one last remaining. Yeah, wolf. No, that's that's what I was I was thinking earlier. I was like, well, if I went in the world of Wolf Children, then technically I don't know that they exist, right? <laughs> yeah, you're like. Man, this is really normal. <laughs> I chose correctly. Uh, yeah, being in my email world and being one of the no, that'd be death involved be as well. Death. That'd be death. They're all, they're all death. Don't, don't want to be involved in one Sakata's cry. <laughs> you would die every time the Hajime no Ippo would be pretty cool. But then you I'd, might be I'd, the other guy that gets punched yeah. the crap out of Ippo. Usagi <laughs> <laughs> job would be kind of cool. I just realized how bad my top 10 list and honorable mentions are because I don't want to be any in any of those worlds. <laughs> Thank you. You've established... You, you're very good at that kind of stuff, Matt yeah, You could live in Harangu's world, but then you might get swallowed by goo. You might be so. swallowed by goo, yeah. And nobody would nobody would know. Nobody, nobody would, would care know. except for that one guy. Except for that one guy. <laughs> he would just be like, why are you all having class? She just ate somebody. But nobody would know. Yeah, thanks for the question, though. Thanks <laughs> for making fun. me realize how fun. bad all my <laughs> worlds are. Moving forward, we're going to go into Linzark's question, uh, which asks, I have a question for you guys. I have heard and read about shows that, quote-unquote, will save anime. Why does anime need saving? What's wrong with the uh, the viewers? If anime really needs to be saved, what are the criteria of the show that qualifies to be called that? Okay. We joke about that a lot. Yeah, we make the joke. It's it's really it really is just a joke. Um, if if I was to say anything, technically, no, it doesn't really need to be saved because I think that the people, the 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 term really kind of comes from the idea that anime isn't as popular as it was during the golden age, quote unquote. Um, the golden age being the around the nineties or the late nineties to 90s. the early two thousands. That was technically what's Early 2010s. The, yeah, it, it was. That's what's considered the golden age of anime, and really, what it is is at that time there was what's uh, it's referred to as the the anime bubble, which anime was. Oh my gosh, they made it into a bubble. Yeah, it's a bubble. Uh, it it got super popular for a little while, and they and and Japan was on board with the whole idea. They were dumping all kinds of anime. They had these gigantic ships that were coming overseas, just filled to the brim with anime. Pretty much. I mean, you could you could go anywhere and just get anime. Just anime was coming out of our ears, and and me and Andrew were in there during that time frame and i i i know sci-fi channel had all over all it all over it Sa- I, saturday morning cartoons were yeah, all it i i was i was buying you know 10 15 uh anime in a in a pop VHS. Off, of, off of the website and I, no, you were in DVD was, too. Was dvds yeah, yeah. You're I, DVDs. I was grabbing all kinds of dvds off of this one website i got a shirt that costed me $1000 because i spent so much crap and so much money on anime um it it just it it was a it was a really really good time for anime. And the problem was is that 
eventually people started getting burned out on it and there was a lot of anime and they and the anime industry was still pumping out anime and we ended up getting a lot of crap at at, at a certain point and and people started getting you know if this is really what i'm getting i i don't want it so only us really die hard anime fanatics really are the ones that survive the the bursting of that bubble which yeah it was like that was like a, a point in which people just kind of moved on it's like yeah. we're hitting the age where we're going off to you know have our own lives and they just kind of dropped it yeah and and what ended up happening after that was pretty much what we got now which is we had this kind of a dead space and it it really was the time in which you couldn't really get anime legitly um, because companies just weren't providing it for us anymore, and so we had to find other sources. That's when the pirating sites started getting. And it was about really the same popular. time that things started dying. Is when a lot of that stuff started becoming pirating. Yes. Yeah. And about the same time in which the internet started booming with torrents and stuff. Yeah, and then slowly, really, what we are, we're at a cusp. In really, it's it's. It's both a, a, a kind of an interesting point that we really need to consider because we are we're getting both the we're we're as Americans we're or, or in anybody who's not Japanese Western, effectively yeah. yeah um we all have access to anime but we're also getting a lot of anime that because at the same time that we're getting more anime Japanese the Japanese anime industry is also booming at the same time but they're really releasing a lot of anime from just source material everywhere because they know that this is a huge market and they're they're able to start banking on it and so we're starting to see um a lot of anime that's not quite as good as the stuff that we as the original anime nuts if you want to call us that i don't really want to call us that it's just the old older school. the older anime the 90s <laughs> um the 90ites we we know that there is good anime out there and we are seeing this stuff and we're looking at it and we're going this isn't the same quality as what we got when we were kids it looks better don't get me wrong but it's not the same quality as far as the problem is they're not substance. they're not taking as risk as much as they used to yeah, they're just dumping out stuff and saying whatever makes us money, that's what makes us money, is what it feels like right Which now. Which is usually mer- merchandises and, and mangas. Yeah. Um, so now, the, with that, all that taken into consideration, the, the term, what the, when we say, when we make the joke, this is saving anime, we're usually referring to a sh- show that we know is just absolute, utter crap. But really what it is, is it's it's a reference to the idea that the anime that could actually make the difference. I would say, if I was to call an anime that saved anime, um, I would say something more along the lines of Evangelion. Even though it had its flaws, that would be the kind of level of anime that... It's huge, and it's still huge. It exactly. Sells, it sells like bonkers crazy. Merchandise is still... Recently, Seven Eleven has had announced that they were doing this big promotion with with the Evangelion. They were selling different products, and one of the things that they had was like this gigantic. You could buy it. It's like eleven thousand in in terms of like trend in like exchange rates and everything. It came out to like a eleven thousand uh, dollar, seven or six foot tall, Ava Unit One. Mm-hmm figure thing that you could buy i mean it is still huge they still have cons for it they have regular partnerships with different uh franchises it's 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 absolutely ridiculous even to this point yeah i mean that and that's and that's the level of 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 show that i'm talking about i'm not saying that if evangelion was not released then and released now it would be taken the same way because there's there's a lot of issues with the show as itself if i mean when we go back and we actually do another review on it um, we'll probably point those things out, but it, it's 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 a matter of a show that really kind of revolutionizes the way that the anime industry is, and I think that and I think and, and, and how it's seen as well, and how it's seen to those that aren't necessarily in the anime industry right. or those that aren't into anime. Um, Neon Jiffin Evangelion made people note. Yeah, uh, I was I was going. Cowboy Bebop made people take note. 
And I, yes, it, actually, let, let me let me stop you there. That's actually what I was going to get to it after I pointed out Evangelion. That's a revolutionizing the sh- the industry as a whole. Cowboy Bebop is is the type of show that it it spoke to all communities as a whole, and I think that that was a a, a special case that. It's very rare for those animes, and that's another anime that I would say would be, if we were to get something similar to that, that would be what would save anime, quote-unquote. As much as we had issues with it because of what it... We didn't care for it because it was targeted to a Western audience, and we like more the Japanese cultural type shows space dandy did that that same thing it try it's try they're trying to capture that western audience i would really like to find out if it was all that great in japan i wouldn't i wouldn't think it would i wouldn't think so either because i mean it was technically all it really was is okay it's a western show being made in japan that's really what it was it was Mm -hmm. not it wasn't what i would consider to be anime in any way i i would go with you on that um but yeah that's exactly pretty much what it is in when when you say well, well as if something will save anime i think it really is something that you can see it in both a western and a and a in a eastern or west or uh Jap- japanese way is in J- japanese way of saying well something save anime it's really in regards to anime doesn't really need saving over there it's it's huge it's it's in everything it sells like crazy it's it's in merchandising and mangas and <clears throat> and figures so it really doesn't need to be saving there, um, but I would kind of see it in a sense of breaking it out of that mold. Right now, it's in a very terrible mode, a, a mold where they're focusing on selling f- merchandise. We get it all the time with shows that come over here where they're they're built around getting you to buy the manga. It's a 12-episode show that is a 12-episode commercial for their manga. Um, then you have all these other shows that are keeping to the same harems and molds um, magical girls, stuff like that, that are just so like each other that you can't really even tell the difference between them. And they're, they're only they're, made for the sole purpose of selling figures. They're made for the selling of cards. They're made for the selling of a card game. They're not really, they're not really, you know, giving a unique story or, or a build. Madoka Magica would would be one of those that I think would it, it revolutionized the way that people looked at at magical girls. And it I almost think it that it's less, it. it's less of a uh, of a sell as, say, a random magical girl 3.0. Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't something that that revolutionized anime as a whole. It revolutionized magical girls. The, that is the, for yeah, the thought process of it. Yeah. Um, when it comes to a Western aspect of that, in my opinion, it's really of uh, something that makes people actually take note of anime. We're we're constantly. And 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 then also the industry as a whole. I mean, I'm not going to make any lies. The Western state of anime is not great. Yeah, we have more access to it thanks to companies taking note of streaming and taking note of your stuff's getting pirated. Let us stream it. Crunchyroll's done that. Funimation is doing that now. It's this idea that everybody's just streaming it over here. It's not making any money over here. So now they're making some way of people being able to get hold of this stuff legitimately. And with ease of access. But the anime industry is still terrible over here. They're not selling Blu-rays. They're not selling DVDs. They're not selling merchandise. And that's what Japan cares about. They don't care if you buy their their, their Blu-ray. They don't care. They want to sell merchandise. And that's why it's, they, like their, they like their little cubby over there. Because they make a show and they sell a fortune in manga and figures. Over here, we're giving them a little bit of profit in the, the Blu-rays and DVDs. It's not that really that huge for them. They don't care. Um, so I think if something were to save anime over here, it would be something that would respark that desire for people to buy merchandise, to buy the mangas, for the mangas to be available here. And I just don't see that ever, ever happening again. Yeah, We're such a d- digital, rounded uh, culture over here that we're never going to satisfy them. We're never going to buy their goods. We're never going to buy their, their physical media, and that's what they want to sell to make money. Miku. I just never see that ever happening. Miku might save anime. Amiga's not anime to most people, <laughs> unfortunately. I hope that I hope that answers your question. I think Chris hit most of the points. I just really wanted to get out there that I just don't see it ever happening. I, as much as we joke about it, I never see a big boom like where people are buying entire Blu-ray disc sets or or box sets. We don't see 
you don't go into there's no more stores that you go into when there's a big wall uh, one single shelf full of this weird thing called anime that you see and yeah. you wonder what it is we hope that answered your question um then we thank you for the question too that was that was good Lenzark. Mm-hmm. i i was excited about that one well speaking of neonji's evangelion chris our next topic is actually Neonji's Evangelion 3.33. Oh, the the is that the one that they said that was going to come out like two years ago? And yeah, and and I was like, cool. I I really liked the first one, and I liked 2.22. So sure enough, I would like 3.33. It was supposed to come out in 2013, and I placed my pre-order. It was delayed once because they claimed that, and I quote, uh, due to the overwhelming theatrical demand for 3.0, you cannot redo, which is technically 3.33, uh, the release date for the Blu-ray and DVD has been delayed to a to-be-announced or to-be-announced date of 2014. So this was back in December 2013. They delayed it to some date in 2014. I think my pre-order moved to, I think, February. But their whole thing was that there, there's so many people liking the theatrical release of it, which is in like selected cities across the country, that they're going to delay releasing the DVD because they're, they're doing so great in the theaters. So, I mean, putting that aside, I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just wait a little bit longer. I really want to watch it, and I'm already seeing people talk about it. I think Chris has already heard a spoiler from one of them, or for the sh- the movie, which bugs me even more because he was so upset about it because he doesn't usually care about spoilers that I know if I heard about it, I'm going to be really annoyed. But it's like, okay, y- y- there's a, a lot of people that's already seen it. They're already talking about it, and I still can't watch it because I don't, I'm not near these theaters. But it, we haven't heard about anything. I mean, we've heard brief, I think, in panels, uh, Funimation has mentioned the idea that that there was some kind of audio issue with uh, the Blu-ray that they were going to release. So they're like, we don't want people to have that audio issue, so we're going to redub some things or something like that. And we haven't heard about it since then. I mean, this is we're talking, a, we're coming up on a year now since its original re- delay from last uh, 2013. And then it hit me today. I know probably for a fact why it's being delayed. Well, I got a little bit of a quick synopsis of what he was thinking about. And it it actually, it's an interesting concept. I was like, I didn't think about that. But just for the fun of it, what was your idea? Well, the thing is, I've, I've kind of hinted on it before. It was like a, an out of nowhere thought of why are they suddenly releasing, they, they've, They've released, or they've had in Japan the release of Attack on Titan. They went through their two cores, their whole first season. They've managed to then move that over to America, dub it, package it, and release them, both the first and the second disc, which is the first and second core. And we still haven't heard anything on Neonji. In the same time frame, Neonji's Evangelion 3.33 has been delayed. So, you can release an entire series in the time it takes you to fix one movie's audio? Oh, that's right. This was probably why it was delayed. They decided, wow, what's getting pretty huge right now? Attack on Titan, probably seemingly more hype than Neon Just Evangelion 3.33. Yeah. Where's the money going to be at? Attack on Titan right now. Let's release Attack on Titan. Most Anybody the, that most, is a diehard fan of Neon G Evangelion, they're going to wait. Yeah, they're going to they're going to They wait. need to ride the hype train right now, mm-hmm. and that is Attack on Titan. And that's just that just <laughs> that just made me all the more upset at Funimation because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "Wow. That makes perfect sense." Yeah. I mean, they're going to put all of their efforts into one thing. So, yeah. Paint me a little upset right now <laughs> because I still want my Neon Genesis Evangelion. It was, it, I mean, it, it, that's it's 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 an interesting thought. I mean, I I agree with you. It, wh- where are they going to go? They're going to go where the money is, and Neon Genesis is a special crowd. I mean, it's it's, I mean, there is probably some some really hardcore fanatics that are that are in in the new crowd that are probably all over this, but. Really, the people who are really the most interested in Evangelion are the people who've seen it as, you know, 
as youths. They went, or yeah, sorry, your 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 Evangelion people that watched it when they were younger. They're they're watching the new stuff. The the new the newer crowd they don't really know a lot of it. The Evangelion is a nice a nice way to get into the franchise, but they're not really the same. It's not the same crowd per se. The ones that they're really targeting are the ones, you know, that really know what Evangelion is, what is in this animal, and really, those are the people who really care about it. Yep. And even so, we're a niche within a niche within a niche. Yeah, and I guess (laughs) the assumption would be that anybody that is wanting to watch it like Die Hard right now are probably going to drive all the way down to see it in a theater, and just not everybody has an option like us so it kind of sucks um and it, and it i think the thing that it bothers me most about it because we're so big on the idea of watching things legitimately mm-hmm. we're big on pushing people to go out and get the go watch it in the theaters go buy the blu-ray uh, dvd and it it's, makes it a hard sell even for us in a situation like this where it seems like they just don't care so it's like i i it, it brings up the whole discussion of of well, if they don't give it to me, I'm gonna go get it my own way, and yep. then Funimation probably realizes that oh, they're gonna go stream it anyways. It'll probably become a dead, dead product, which I just hope it doesn't. I mean, that's just not something I want. So that just makes it even more upsetting. I'm a sour man right now, very <laughs> sour. But people get Attack on Titan, and they can enjoy that. So that's that's good, good on them. On the next topic I wanted to discuss, and I, I wanted to go ahead and put this at the end, but then I realized that the, our next topic is going to be about Sora Online, and I don't want to. I want to make sure that people know that we're going to be talking about Sora Online two stuff in the next step, the next thing. So if you haven't watched it, you'll know. Um, but anyways, I wanted to talk about OtakuSpirit.com, the site itself. Um, we've had a lot of real boom with our listeners and stuff, and we're really excited about that. Um, but with that comes a lot of questions to kind of the future of Otaku Spirit. And I want to get this in here so we can pose the question to our listeners and get feedback from you guys on what you what you kind of take on this whole thing. Uh, but recently we had um, a hiccup on the site and I contacted uh, our host and they basically told me that somebody had goofed up on our shared server and it was messing up the site. So if you were trying to visit the site on October 25th, you'll that's why. Uh, but anyways, what also came into the discussion was the idea of us growing and the, the rapid rate in which we are growing. What kind of limits do we have going forward? As you all know, our site, our podcast, everything is absolutely free. Um, we're completely sponsorless. We do everything out of pocket. Um, it's because it's a hobby that we really enjoy and we want to share it with you all. But eventually, if our site does end up growing a lot more, substantially more, um, a question will then become, is our current host going to allow us to continue on our current hosting project, or are we going to have to move on to a higher uh, plan, basically? So, I just essentially, I'm not saying that anything's changing right now. I just really want to just pose the question to everybody and get some feedback so that we know in the future if something, if we do reach that limit, what choices do we have so if you can take the time to go to the forums talkingspirit.com go to the forums uh, under the general discussions there is a future of the site feedback needed um, go into that thread and give us your feedback read the whole thing if you like there's a little bit more information in there that i don't really want to get into here um, but essentially what it's questing is are you enjoying the podcast are you happy with what we've provided are you happy about the quality? Are you? Do you want more content? What kind of content you need? Or what kind of content would you be looking forward to having? Um, have you seen any snags? Have you run into any uh, site issues? Accessing the music or the podcast stuff like that. Um, but the big question that I want to pose, and I, I want to emphasize that I do not like asking this, but I do want to ask you: Would you be interested in supporting us in the future if we do grow to that limit? Uh, the big question really is, I want to find out how many people are interested in the idea of us being available for donations or possibly maybe a Patreon thing. I know a lot of sites and stuff are doing Patreons right now. And what that is essentially is, is you 
you know, say you, you, it's kind of like Kickstarter. If you've ever seen that, what it is, is essentially every time we release a podcast episode, you can dedicate $1 to that podcast episode, or you can dedicate to every month. You're going to provide a dollar or however much you want to, uh, it's basically a subscription thing that you can choose how much you want to subscribe to, but they do also put in limits like, uh, you will get stuff early. We're not going to do that. I want to say that up front. I do not like when I hear people do that. I've heard people say they're not going to change anything. And then they go, yeah, but if you Patreon, if you supply to our Patreon, you get an episode a week early. We're not doing that. So don't, don't, we're not changing anything. I want people to know that up front. I'm going to kick his butt if he does, if he doesn't keep up on that, that, that promise. I'll Uh, kick my own butt to to be honest. Um, But yeah, it's essentially nothing's changing. If, if, if it was coming to that point, I would I would choose to have it come out of my pocket continuously rather than change what we're doing, unless people think that we should do something and we get enough feedback for it. But yeah, it's just a, basically the question really is, do you enjoy our content enough that you would be willing to donate and let us know if that's something you would be interested in so we know in the future if something does come up, if we can possibly rely on people to help us keep the podcast running um, because... Yeah, if, if you want an idea, like just a designated server just for the podcast, it runs about, you know, up to $60 a month. So it, it does get more expensive. Um, right now, I think we're running about 15 to 20 bucks a month. So it's it's not as bad right now. And it will just progressively get it. As you ask more of the servers, they ask for more money. It's it's a it's a, it's a weird thing. Um, no, I think that that $60 was on top of the $20 that you're paying yeah, already right now. Because it would be for, for the podcast. It's, 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 it's not that it's, it's, it's a crazy amount. It's just it's, it's enough that we went, okay, can we do this constantly? And, and no, we, we, we have other things that we are dedicating. I mean, we're, This is a hobby. This I mean, is a hobby. It's, it's, we do enjoy doing <laughs> it a lot. But when you start to come to the point where, yeah, it, and that's not even a dedicated server. If we do get even more progressively bigger, we would have to get a designated server. And then, yeah, that's talking about hundreds of dollars a month. And we just can't yeah, support the that. Guy, the guy was throwing out money, dollar signs, and it was like, oh my gosh, you're, you're, you're getting crazy now. Yeah. We're, we're, we're still growing right now. <laughs> Let's just worry but about it, that later. Like I said, it's just a down-the-road thing. I just want to get an idea of how much you guys enjoy listening to us. If you enjoy us listening to us enough that you would be willing to do some kind of uh, regular donations just to keep us running and keep the lights on and, and helping us grow even more. And I also pose in there as well that uh, the idea of using the money to, uh, if we did get enough of it, to buy new equipment, uh, equipment for video streaming, stuff like that. Um, that is always also a possibility as well. Um, but yeah, I just want to pose that question before yeah, we that, move and, on. And, 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 and it doesn't, I, I don't think it needs to be said, but it, we want it to be said. And we want you to understand that None of this would be going for us to make any money off of. It would be literally... We're already losing money. <laughs> yeah, we're, lo- we're losing money. We, we, we would, or I'm losing it, money. All the money... I'm losing money, too, so... What? Oh, my gosh. Let's not go into that again. <laughs> um, it, it, all this money would be going right directly back into Ataka Spirit. So you would be paying Ataka Spirit. You're not paying us. It, And, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 I just... there's There's no real way to say okay trust me on this but really it is it trust me on it it's it's all gonna go right back into talk of spirit we're not make gonna make nothing off of this yeah i I guess there's a bit of trust there that that's what you're you're going in for but um yeah again nothing's changing right now it's just looking at the future and we're, we're probably not anywhere near there anytime soon but we are rapidly growing and we do appreciate all of our listeners and we enjoy supplying this to you guys um, but with all that said, we're going to move on to our last subject, which is going to be on Sword Art Online. Um, if you have not watched up to the current episode, which is Season 2, Episode four, no, fifteen, episode 15 of Season 2, um, we're going to be getting into some, some spoilers in that. So uh, definitely keep that in mind. If you have not watched it, shut us off now. If you have, then we're going to get into a discussion on it. Um, we've gone through the second season and the gun gale arc. Um, and so moving on from the gun gale arc to what would they call in this arc? Caliber. Caliber arc. Um, there's been quite a big stir on Twitter and everything, including on our site, on our articles, uh, section for our impressions as to where sword online is actually planning on going. And I had quite a, a desire to make a article on this 
this particular topic, um, mainly because I had so many questions in the comments section on the on the website that it begged the question. Um, I will mention Ice Devil Slayer underscore Gray Full Buster had uh, commented on the article, uh, episode fifteen impressions. Um, it said I agree with the uh, that the show has lost its build because I, I in the article I basically pointed out that I'm kind of a little fearful of the show itself and how it might end up being coming an ALO or second core of the first season or Elfheim Online core where it's it lost the fear it's lost all the why the don't angst. you just go ahead and explain what 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 you're really saying I mean because really what this comes down to is is the 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 whole concept of Sword Art Online has a problem with itself. It it actually self defeats itself. That's what I'm getting into. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted to include his his comment because it kind of stirred up most of it. Um, but anyways, uh, the, the basically the question that he poses here is says what made the second core of season one such a bad experience? I agree that the danger of dying is no longer there, or that it isn't a suspenseful as suspenseful as the first core. But besides what made the second core meh for you too, just out of curiosity, and that in close basically stirred up the idea of it. It's and it's something that's been in my mind for <clears throat> excuse me for quite a while. It's just one of those things that I kind of want to put it in writing now, and it can be in this podcast as well. It's it's the idea that it sort of online itself breaks itself. Um, you have its its biggest pull in the first season is really, and there's people that disagree with this. There's people that see other aspects of the show enjoyable. But for me personally, a big pull in it was that here's some people, they're in a video game. Now, it's not just a video game now, it is now if you die in this game, you die in real life. That was a big huge hook for me. I was like, wow, I never seen that coming, never seen this before. Let's dive into this. It's enjoyable. And it was the tension that that show built. I, I was pointing out to Chris earlier um, that there was certain elements in the first season that really caught me. It was like these moments where uh, Kirito and, and Asuna, Asuna would be sitting there going, I mean, what is real? I mean, is this the real world or is what we came from the real world? We've been here so long. They start qu- they psychological questions as to their mentality at the time. Um, there was questions posing up that, is our bodies dying in the real world? We knew from our perspective that their bodies were now in, you know, IVs and being taken care of, but they didn't know that they didn't know their bodies were possibly rotting there. They just, just shriveling up and dying at any moment. They could just log off because they just died in the real world. All those elements were really fascinating to me and actually hooked me into the show. The problem is that the show breaks itself in that once they try to pull away from that, because they can't stick with it that long. They can't keep the show going for, you know, Hundred episodes, just having them be in this like world. a particular show that we may we may be watching <laughs> right now that's trying to do the same thing. It's when it tries to try to pull away from that and say, "Okay, that's been resolved. Let's walk over here." It tries to create that same tension throughout the rest of the show, even though that fear is not there. In the second arc, the problem that I had with it is that they were they were trying to make it feel like somebody's life was at stake, and there really wasn't. They would have. Kirito wanting to save his the love of his life right now by saving her in this world that she supposedly ends. He's trying to investigate it. And then this other girl's telling him, oh, our guild's going to get in a battle and, and there could be a lot of people that'll get hurt. In a game where people don't die, they'll just respawn. Why do you care? Go after your girl. It's constantly trying to create this false tension that just doesn't feel authentic. And it just it it breaks itself, and that's the same problem I'm having with the second season. Gungel Online it had a lot of that same feel. It had that fear of actually dying in a game, and that was cool. And the dark and gloominess of it, whenever somebody would uh, the death gun would take a life, was like, dang, that dude was playing a game and now he's dead. And then it's going into again the second arc where I'm just kind of fearing that same thing happening as with AOL is they create this world where it's like grim, people could die, and then it's going off into just goofing around. And the other problem that I see in the show is that when they pull away from that death aspect, you start to see the flaws in the show itself. You start to see that there isn't really anything underneath that top layer of death, which is very shallow to say. But when they step away from the death and fear and all that kind of stuff, and the fact of trying to stop this death from happening, you're going into this realm of, 
okay, now you have a boy who's playing a video game and he's being followed around by, was it five now, shallow-minded lost puppy girls that have no real depth to them. They're just following him like a lost puppy and it almost looks pathetic because they're not playing off harem elements, which I enjoy, but in the end, they're just following him like a lost puppy hoping that they can be replace Asuna at some point. And it's just, you don't, you don't see any friendships between them. You don't see that they're there because you don't see that Sinan's there to hang out with Leifa. You don't see that Leifa's there to hang out with Asuna. They don't have any relationships, no friendships going on between them. They're just really there to follow Kirito. And that's just kind of saddening to see, to be honest. Um, my issue with... So, <laughs> Chris, what do you think? My, I, 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 I like Sword Art Online. My main issue when it came to ALO was not so much what my brother was saying. My, my main issue was more along the lines of um, just Kirito's real approach to it. I didn't mind the, the, the fluff. It didn't bother me all that much. I, I, I kind of liked it. I, I, I like a lot of the, the role-playing game a- elements what I didn't really care for was he apparently Asuna was in this world and she was at the top of a tree. Now, granted, he didn't know it at at the beginning, but he did know that this guy said specifically told Kirito, I have Asuna in a jar, let's say in a jar because really she was in a server, whatever. And yeah, he specifically points out that she is, that there was a transfer that was made, yeah. and she's one of them. Uh-huh. And and he specifically said, I have Asuna, and I hold the key. Okay. So Kirito, for some stupid reason, decides, oh, well, okay. He t- takes the, the fact that he's threatening that I'm going to marry uh, Asuna as reason not to go to the police and say look this guy's okay, got now i know what you're talking about you <laughs> mentioned this earlier and i thought you weren't talking about the final scene when he knife he, he took it came at him with knife yes i fully agree i hated that point i was it, like go talk to the dad yeah it, that 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 whole entire thing was just no instead he decides to go back into the video game to go to find her because that's somehow going to somehow pull her out of the world yeah when you get to her, what what are you gonna do? Push a log off button that she can't find? Exactly. What is it? What is going and find her in the world gonna do? Exactly. It, it it that 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 entire. I I didn't like I said I didn't mind ALO. I it didn't bother me that much. I didn't like that that liberty being taken. I a thought broken, that that was broken logic. That was just, a broken logic to me. Broken logic and just the fake fear that they had in there was with the. The fake fear being in the side stuff. The stuff that were was pulling him away from his main goal, which was to find her. Right. I I think a lot of that was really more given it was a it was giving him a It was fluff. No, it wasn't fluff. It was, it totally was fluff. He he has this thing where ever since that one guild, uh, and I'm not gonna go into it because I don't if you haven't seen the show, it would mess it up. He there was a situation involving a guild and a bunch of People got hurt. Let's just wait, say wait, wait, wait. We're, we're talking spoilers all the way up until right now. Are you talking about something post this? Okay, I guess you're you're right. So because we've, we've been talking about getting out Gungale yeah, and Sin and being alive. The spoiler: and, he, he, they get out of ALO or SAO. So that's a big spoiler. Um, yeah. He was in a guild, and the guild and the, fact the that entire guild, stuck. <laughs> all that stuff spoiler, Chris. We're talking to people that have watched this all the way up. The entire guild uh, was wiped out effectively. And he, from that point, he has this kind of a mental block. He cannot allow people around him to die in a game. It it, it just messes with his head. Um, and so I think that translated to ALO and his need to get involved in this situation. That's what I think. That's stretching it, but I can go with it. I, that is what I think. I think that, that that translated into Gun Gale. That's why he was so emphatic about making sure that Sinan uh, logged out, not actually get shot. Yeah, not necessarily yeah. with the de- death gun. She, he wanted her to. He didn't even want her to be shot. I mean, even when they they did the, um, 
the 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 special bomb thing they they he was emphatic he didn't want her to die hmm. it okay. was it was he's just he's got a mental block i thought that was just a thing where they were like well which one of us pulls the trigger kind of thing <laughs> it was an awkward those awkward things that you have in every now and then in mmos mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's 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 mainly my frustration point and that's that's really what i was kind of trying to the kind of point out and i think i'll probably get into it more in detail with a lot of more specific terms of why i think sore online breaks itself but mainly the main point is the idea of they create a real fear then they go and when that weird fear is gone they go and try to continue the show trying to keep that real fear and it doesn't work and at the same time you have that aspect of when all is said and done the characters aren't really well developed, I, and it, and it and it disappoints me because I, there's a lot of the side characters that I think are cute or they had really good introductions, I, I but they don't touch them anymore. The I blacksmith say, girl, they don't touch, all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't say that they're not necessarily well developed. I think that really what the problem is is that the character dynamics stop when they. What, what do you mean develop. they've developed? They've only introduced Asuna, the blacksmith Asuna girl. was was yes, Asuna is de- not a side character though. She is Sinon, one of the main characters. Sinon was developed. She was a main the character. Sister was developed. I'm talking about the Tamer girl. I'm talking Tamer about the blacksmith. Girl, Tamer girl and and the blacksmith are they're not. They're I don't side even, characters. They're that side even, characters. That's what I'm talking about. That I'm talking about side characters. I'm well, not talking even about the main summoner. Characters. The summoner was kind of interesting when they played her 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 story. But she's like one. But they they episode. had one episode. I agree. And I'm I talking about the, their chemistry the together. Really, I and that's that's what I'm saying. Not necessarily. They, they were de- developed when they were. A part of the show. One episode, yes. Exactly. Those two characters got one sh- one episode. Asuna got ha- almost half a season. Uh, oh, uh, the sister. Why can I not think of her name? She got an entire season. Sinon got an entire season. Their development was during that time frame. Core. After that, after that, they their their d- dynamics just stop. And and even even with like the summer girl, like you said, I don't think she was developed. I mean, she had. That one, he comes in, saves her when the thing is destroyed. She's upset. That was her only partner in this in this world that she's alone in. He goes and helps her uh, revive the pet, and then come to find out he was kind of using her to get this PvP guild, and he takes out the PvP guild. That's it. We only know that she was alone. The pet was her comfort. She lost the pet. He saved the pet. She show, she tries to keep from her panties showing. He find he walks in possibly on her when she's in the, in the bedroom. That, that's all the development they did for her. I want more than that. I wanted them to develop more. Who it? I don't think they even showed. I don't think they even showed the summoner girl in the world world. They've shown the the blacksmith girl, and I like they're they're showing more of her. But I'm more interested if you've actually played the games. Um, the game itself, the one that they released on P, uh, the Vita here recently, it actually has more character development in there that. I never knew about. I actually like uh, her name is Sugo or or Leafa. I actually like her in the game. I didn't like her in the show. They explained her in the game. They explained how she would. Of course, they did kind of touch on a little bit in the in the show, but they dove into it more in the game where she was always there with him and and taking care of him. And of course, in the game, she chose to join in the world of Sword Online in order to be with him. She she decided to be with him in the game was more would be less tortured than being in the real world waiting for him to die. So she decided to go be with him to protect him. That was interesting. Do something. I mean, it's just, they're not doing it. But my main point is just the connection between them. Not having them just be there to follow around uh, Kirito, but to show them actually socialize with each other. They don't ever socialize with each other. Why don't they socialize yeah, they with barely, each other? They barely do any socializing, which which that's really what's killing the characters for me, is... is I I'm 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 starting to care less about this character or that character. I really like Sinon right now. Yeah, they, I liked they, Asuna was, until they put her off on the side. And <laughs> exactly, said, it's like okay, so whoever is the flavor of the month, that's the one that's that that, that I that care about. Develop I mean, and they'll make you care about. Yeah, it and that then that really sucks. I I hate the idea of getting a new character th- this this week and next week I get another character and and. Am I going to care about that character later? I mean, I definitely agree with you. I just, I, I, I still enjoy the show. I, I want to make a, a, a point of that, but I just, I guess it's in the fact that we like the show so much that we want to see it better. I guess is really a, a, a point to be made. Yeah, pretty much. 
Um, but yeah, I, I hope you guys did appreciate or enjoyed that conversation on that. Um, and for sticking with us, if you, uh, if you've watched the show, um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to close up with that. Um, really enjoyed all these discussions. Definitely enjoyed the, the two questions that we had from the community. If you want to ask us a question, go to the community, go to, uh, or go to the talk spirit.com, go to the forums, uh, go to the anime, uh, discussion forums and you can post your question there or you can email andrew at takuspirit.com or just tweet us we're we're on twitters you can find our two at symbols on otakuspirit.com over on the right side as well as all of our other subscription things over there too um just just out of uh, i mean if you guys like this this kind of conversation let, let us know i mean anytime to any type of these shows let us know which ones you like what kinds you don't like um, so that we can start catering this towards you guys. I mean, we, we're, we're really right now, we're just kind of coming up with different ideas and, and testing them out, testing out the waters on these. And we're hoping that you guys are going to, in that feedback section, say, I hate that. Don't ever do that again type thing, you know? So yeah, on the forums, it's on a general discussion is suggestion and feedback. We've gotten a lot of feedback recently. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, somebody really likes the Zed thing. People like the Zed, and they like the Arnie. I don't have anything. You gotta get some more character there. I'm gotta, I'm gotta bring up that character. I'm boring. I'm just the I'm just the the harem guy, really. I guess. Huh? <laughs> yeah, the harem and the Wally guy. <laughs> People like you for the harem and the Wally. Um, but yeah, definitely get let us know if this is something you guys enjoyed. We'd we'd like to do this on other shows and kind of dive into them deeper more than what we can do in our review sections of our, our episodes, basically because we're usually worrying about spoilers and stuff in those ones. Whereas these ones, we can kind of cater them to specific people. But I guess now this is getting to anybody that didn't watch the online. So that's <laughs> the worst, huh? worst spot to put this ever. <laughs> okay. Hope you all enjoyed it. And we thank you all for listening and y'all take care. Peace.